Welcome back to the Two Peas on a Pod podcast. You guessed it. You clicked on it. This is Austin Griffiths. Thank you for tuning in today. Hope you're having a wonderful Tuesday morning. Or maybe you're listening, I don't know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I don't know what day you're listening, but this is released every Tuesday. I want to give you our podcast email, and that is at 2 peas 21 at yahoo.com. T-W-O-P-E-A-S. 2-1 at yahoo.com if you want to give us some of your feedback regarding some of our episodes. My, I tell you, I've been trying to stay busy on the podcast. We've got something I think is going to be awesome coming up at the beginning of the year, and so I've been pretty busy doing that. But here today, we're going to jump in. We have got four people today. Yes, including me, we have four people here today, and we have with us three special guests who all have the last same last name and they are preacher's kids of the pastor of where i'm at right now and i'm in northern arkansas at harbor lights temple batesville arkansas and so welcome to the podcast and all three of them as far as i know are listeners and i asked them to come on the podcast today to have some fun we're going to do a, a segment that we've only done one time and i've really been wanting to do it with somebody so they're going to work out just fine today but welcome to the podcast andrew dylan and logan marquee glad to be here it's a pleasure it is welcome has anybody ever had an introduction like that before Uh, no but i like it no man could get used to that how long should i let it go for (laughs) okay that's good (laughs) anyways welcome to the podcast so i guess the best First question is, what's your favorite podcast? Pod meat? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Uh, I knew that. That's all right. That's my favorite podcast, too. No, two peas in a pod. Oh, now you're just lying. <laughs> no, I'm not. I've listened to one episode of Pod and Me. I've listened to about five years, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> being honest. There's only like 70 to listen to. I don't know. I like two peas on a pod. I like pod and me. Pod and me. Both of them are When you want to laugh, go to pod and me. I mean, and sometimes laugh here, but. I've never listened to So when you don't want to laugh, come here. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we're laughing right now, so. (laughs) Anyways, we're in North Arkansas. This is not where y'all are from, is it? No, sir. No, sir. Mm -hmm. So where in the world are y'all from? The great state of Virginia. I was born there, but grew up in West Virginia. We moved back right about the time we were evangelizing. We called that really our home base. All three of us were born in Virginia, but then we moved there and helped start a church in West Virginia for eight and a half years before we took off to evangelize. And then we evangelized for, I think, about three years before we made it here. So y'all have been a few places, and now you're in Arkansas. Your dad's brother, Ryan Marquis, and he done two episodes of A Personal Testimony um, I can't remember the dates on that, but it was some time ago. So shout out to those episodes. You can go back and listen to them. I think they're entitled Losing a Business, A Car Wreck into a House, and A Heart Attack at 30 with Pastor Ryan Marquis. That was tough times. I don't I'd really remember them, but I remember when Dad had his heart attack. But. I'd say it was tough times being the from the kid's perspective. 
Yes, sir. It was seeing dad like that was total different ball game. It's probably tougher on Andrew because he was about 13, maybe. He remembers it real well. I remember it because I almost got hit by a car. So today we've got three boys, no sisters. And so we've got Andrew, and you are how old? I'm 16. And Dylan is? 13. And Logan is? 11. So we've got some good ages here today. He was evangelist kids, now you're pastor kids, so you've got a pretty good perspective on what it's like to be in both, and we may talk about that a little bit later. But let's move on to a little bit of what we're going to talk about today. And so first, I guess we'll start with the oldest. What is your favorite Odyssey episode of all time? Uh, man, that's a tough one. Um, I mean, I know they're all amazing. But yeah, you can't really fault any of them, but I really like probably the Do or Diet is one of my favorites. It is I funny. really like that one. Dylan? Well, mine's a two-parter. It's not really one. I like the Underground Railroad. I could listen to that all day. It's actually day. a three-parter. It is, it's a three-parter. You, are you really an Odyssey fan? <laughs> He's been slacking. We're going to find out here in a minute. What about you, Logan? My favorite one is um, Novacom Plan B, part one through four. Four-part episode. Yep. I think My, actually, I don't know if you remember, but way back when we started the podcast, my number one Odyssey episode when me and Zach did top five Odysseys was the Underground Railroad. To me, the Underground Railroad Odyssey oh. episodes are just flawless. Yeah, they're really the good. audio, the, the, the clip, like everything they did, the sounds, everything was just spectacular. It was just amazing. So today we're going to do a, another segment. We've only done it one other time. And if you can probably already guess it because the topic is Odyssey. So before we get there, can, do you all remember when you even got to listen to Odyssey? I, the first time I can really remember, we still had cassettes. <laughs> Dad was doing yeah. cassettes, but then it went to CD player, and I listened to that. A lot of times I'd listen to the same CD like every night and just play it. Then the club, we've had that for a long time, so it's just... Yep, the Odyssey Club is pretty awesome. Yeah, it is. First time I ever remember listening to odyssey was at my mom's house she ha- she always had odyssey and i would go stay the night there and she'd put in a cd for me to listen to at night to help me go to sleep but that's the first time i ever remember listening to odyssey so if you're listening to odyssey every night t- to go to sleep and you probably make it maybe halfway through and you fall asleep do you replay that same odyssey the same night to see how far <laughs> far along you make it or do you, what dad does or do you yes. play a new one <laughs> no i just restart it you restart the same one? Yeah, one time I had to restart it three times. <laughs> so you only hear about half the Odyssey for days on end? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can quote half the Odyssey, but the other half is a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why don't you just start in the middle on the next day? I think this is what I remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there are definitely some Odysseys. Not all, but there are some, like the case of the secret room and the Underground Railroad. And a bunch of those, a bunch of those older ones I've listened to a million times because they didn't have the club back then. So only yeah. CDs, the ones I had. And those, I remember I had a, a bundle pack and those, some of those CDs, there was 10 in there. And I listened to them over and over and over. And some of them I could just, when they play, I could just quote it with them. Are you guys ready? As ready as I'll ever be. Who's going to win? I don't know. Probably. Logan? Yeah. Logan, Logan said he's going to win the Logan youngest one? Logan has listened to Odyssey for yeah. weeks These and weeks. These two guys work sometimes, so I just stay home and look on Amazon and play Odyssey. <laughs> That's his favorite thing to do is look Window at. Window shop on Amazon. Amazon. I, love, I love eBay and Amazon. 
I could look on there for real. That's what I'm looking for. Do you for have your own credit card? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> all right. So you all know what we're going to do. And for anybody that, that loves Odyssey, you might enjoy this. And you can play along with us at home. And if you don't, then maybe you want to skip to the end of it. But I'll tell you what. We are all fans. I'm ready. Are you ready? What a familiar sound. What a joyous sound. What an awesome sound. Tom Riley here. We're just Y'all ready? Yes. Yeah, I guess. Go. All right, here we go. What? Oh, there it is. Ah, unbelievable. That's the word. Uh, shh, 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 wait. There. Oh, I'm sorry, Connie. I didn't want to say anything to give away that I knew this particular dictionary was in here. Oh, I know that one. Me too. <laughs> it's when um, he finds hey. that modem. Logan raised his hand. Go for it. It's um, it's when he finds the book that. Arthur- now, what's what's the episode name? Um. Mm. Oh my lord! I'm gonna I'm gonna die. Um, grand opening of his shop. Nope. No. Album. Oh oh counter counter moves. The album is not counter moves. Oh my goodness, no. The honor. First one already. Danger scenes. The battle lines. Danger scenes. Signals. It's not danger scenes. It's danger signals. Oh, danger uh, signals. I wasn't thinking that was it because he got hit in the brick, like with the brick on that one. Yeah, it's danger signals. Nobody knows the episode name. Um, no, I cannot think of it for the life of me. I know it's when he um, picks up them homeless kids. And um, finds the modem. There's a tiny camera hidden in it. <gasps> it's the camera? There's somebody watching us? No, not anymore. I just disabled it. Well, who put it there? Is that when counter moves? <laughs> the episode name. That's not the WE, is it? Nope. Um, Everybody give up? It's grand opening. I'm no. no. Um, it's not green tulips, <clears throat> is it? Nope. Red and yellow green tulips. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not what it's called. But uh, Everybody give up. Ah, it's it's on the tip of my tongue. I just can't get the it album. Off. We already said was Danger Signals. The episode name is Chains. Chains. Yep, Chains. That. that is the episode. All right, here we go for the next one. And there's an S. So what do we have so far? A report on the conversion of brain waves to radio waves. What's that all about? I don't know, but it sounds kind of creepy. B Y. Huh? Next two letters. B Y Pi. Everybody thinking? Yes, very deeply. All right, ready, Sarah? This is going to drive me crazy. I'm just. uh, (laughs) Give us a hint. I thought y'all done your homework. What? (laughs) Logan Logan should know that. If Logan doesn't know this, then. So if you don't know, what's the episode name? What's the album name? Um, Oh, um. Counter Moves. Counter Moves. Andrew already got it. Okay. So it's one point for Andrew. And then the episode. Man, we have the whole. How, do, is, it the, is it the same point? Saga. Do you get two points if you guess the episode and one point if you guess the album? You get one point for the episode, one point for the album, so you can get two points per per time. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, you get half a point if nobody can guess it, and you can explain to me what's going on here, kind of the plot. You can get a half a point at the very end. Do I need to play some more? Yeah. Yeah. E. E. U. E. U. G. Eugene. It's the one where they, yeah, they this figure is, out Eugene is involved. Yeah, this is the end of that episode, so it's hard to remember what happens before that because it's not right <laughs> in the middle of it. Yeah. 
I'm trying to remember what happens at the beginning of that one. Well, we can't wait forever. It's grand opening. Oh, is it the grand opening? <gasps> yeah. Is that part part two? two. Yeah. The grand opening part number two. Oh, I should have known that. All right, Andrew's up. He's winning one zero. Ready? No. <laughs> Next one. Uh. Hello. Hi, is this Paul Jarvis? I got it. <laughs> the black veil. Well, Logan put his hand up first. What is it? It's um, battle lines. Um, battle lines. Yep. Um. I know what it is. Come on, can I guess? It's um. It's the one that he said, but he messed me up when he said um evil thing. No, nope. it's it's the black veil. It's yeah. Nope, that's not the episode. Dawn of miracles. Nope. Um, oh, I was gonna guess that one. I was thinking. No, I thought for sure it was the black veil. I'm, I I can right. describe the episode though. Too. What's the episode name? Wool and sheep's clothing. No. Nope. Wolf and sheep's clothing. Nope. No. Close. You got several words right. Oh man, this is. <laughs> I know what it. I, um, sheep's oh. clothing. Huh? Sheep's clothing. Yep. My name is Walter. No. Madison. I'm a pastor. In I got two points. My church yep. is part Sheep's of the Mission <laughs> Who am I speaking to? He got the he got the album and oh, the title right. Listen, yeah, I, I know. Clarify That's a good one right here. Do you mind if I ask you some questions? About I remember. You? I remember sure, Paula Jarvis. Would you rather ask her yourself? You, you mean she's, she's there? there? Yep. Oh, sure is. Oh no. <laughs> the fake Paula Jarvis. Yes. Yeah. Um, think about that music. Dude, that music just gets Monica you every time. It's Monica Stone. Remember that time that um, Dent like yelled at Mr. Whitaker in the hospital? Oh, dude, that was freaky. Yeah, yeah, I memorized um the plans, plan A, plan <laughs> part one and plan part four. Well, you said those were your favorite. Yeah. You guys ready for the next one? Logan's winning two to one to zero. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> Dylan, <laughs> come on, son. It's zero one two. All right, oh, here we go. Man. Dylan's gonna lose. Right? He showed us the hidden cameras in Connellsville. He helped the kids figure out. Oh. What's the matter with? Oh. Aren't you surprised? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Logan's got his hand raised. Plan B, part one. Nope. Oh, Secrets. that's tough. Huh? Secrets. Nope. Um, I know this is counter moves. Plan B, part four. I mean, mm. plan two. Nope. Part three. It's part three. Yes, is it counter moves? No, I already got it. Counter moves. Oh. Oh, he got counter moves though. Okay. So that's three to one to one. I have Might as well have the rest you. of this. What? What's wrong? Mitch. Honey. Mitch is dead. Mitch is dead. Mitch. It's, he's actually not dead. It's just dead. a fake. He's dead. What? No, he's not. <gasps> okay, we want the CPU and all the. And then that stupid tech that comes in makes sure I look strong. All right, Logan's win. Y'all gonna have y'all gonna have to get to, get together. All right, ready? <clears throat> can't wait to visit. And I hear you're the man to come to if I ever need to find out what makes this town tick. Oh, well, uh, I don't know about that. Oh, I, I would it. love I to it. pick your brain every now Opportunity knocks. Yep. Oh, I, ah. I know the album. And it's, um, 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 um the big, big, the big picture. Oh, Andrew said it before anybody. I know, but I had my Henry. I know what I was trying to. I can remember. <laughs> All right, so we got three, two. Three. Dylan got two. on the board. I got two. He already I, I guess another album. Yeah. All right. So you got two. Oh, you're tied. That's right. I'm sorry. Three, yeah. two, two. All right. We still got a couple more. You can redeem yourself. I think the audience obviously understands that we're doing the Novacom saga. I don't even know if we mentioned that. <laughs> no, I don't think we did. It's no, we... twenty. It's twenty-eight episodes, I believe. 
and we nailed it down to just Novacom. So I guess after all these, they're, they're probably they've probably got the picture now. But all right, here we go. Ready? We're in. This is the best. Financial records, new material. Hey, Alex, look. What? The radio wave study. That's the same thing we saw before when we got onto the college. So. What? Plan B Part Four. Nope. Uh, what does um, Novacom have to do? The album is the big picture. Yes. Do it Campbell College. Beats me. Um, do you think Eugene works for Novacom? I mean, that study was listed as part of his college work. Remember? Yeah. Let's we'll see if we can go me. in further. Uh-oh. What? Do what? I can describe it, but that's about it. Me too. You don't remember the episode name? No. I'm in a deep thought process right now. <laughs> I can describe it. Can everybody describe it? I can't describe it. All I know is that part that you just played. But you, Andrew? Can you describe it? Now I'm trying to remember what played. <laughs> All right. So that was... Um, yeah, go ahead. It's where um, that his two, them two kids get into Novacom, and they're trying to... And him and Bernard, them kids and Bernard get into Novacom, and Bernard quits his job to go to Novacom for BT. Yeah. He's right. I forgot. Yeah, that's right. I was trying to don't remember, remember the title. Don't you remember Aram? Yeah. Yeah. Giving Aram. them kids a password. Uh huh. Aram got on a password and everything. I was trying and to remember then, if that was the title. And at the last the part, Bernard. when Bernard gets fired, Aram tries to yep. call him and then he denies it. I yep. wonder. I always wondered what Aram was going to say to Bernard. Like, have you ever wondered that? Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you've got Logan's got three and a half now. You got two, and you got two. I'll throw out a bonus half point if you can guess the title of this episode even after he explained it. <laughs> Man, I have nothing. I'm serious. I don't have anything. I'm going to just guess. Because nobody's even said the episode name yet, but he did explain it. Box of Miracles. I'm going to just no, guess it. No, that's the way. That's further on. That's this like, is pretty, pretty, this is pretty new. Pretty beginning. Yeah, beginning that was like right it. after Opportunity Knocks, wasn't it? Like, I gave you a hint already. Something about a password to get in. Oh! <gasps> Oh. Um, Spit it out if you got it. Um, what are you doing? I had to type in something. Milk and eggs. No. Nope. That's Wrong not a episode. title. That's not a title. The answer is, the and the people that are listening are probably screaming right now, Nova Rising. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember? Oh, my goodness. That's when they got hired. I'm so bad in the moment. To all the listeners, it is very different sitting in this chair right now. Yeah, your mind goes blank. It's like when you're preaching and you don't have any notes. Your mind just goes blank. Yeah. <laughs> all right, here we go. We got three more. All right. Logan's winning. Three and a half. Two. Two. Ready? Mm-hmm. Has anyone found Mitch yet? Get the fine time to go courting. Borland, here. What? Oh. Exit. Nope. Battle what? I know it is. Huh? It's battle line. Yep, Andrew got battle Look lines. at this file. It's some kind of schedule. Right there, the column on the far right. Launch d- The end. Huh? The end? The nope. launch date. Nope. Aww. Uh, Need some more? Yeah. Yeah. It's battle lines, that, the thing. Andrew already guessed battle lines. Oh. So it's three and a half to three to two. Ready? Wait, it's three and a half to two? You got three and a half. Andrew just went up to three. Logan's got, or I mean Dylan's got two. Andrew, stop looking them up. I'm not. I'm looking at the album. Launch date is today. <laughs> the launch date. No, that's it, not the name of it. It's exit. Nope. No, that's not the last one. 
That is not it. I want to look at it so bad, but I'm not going to. I think you, all, every one of you, already know the what's going on. Yes. Um. um so basically, they. No, the un- I don't know. The unraveling <laughs> or something. I forget. The unraveling. No. Nope. 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 I thought it was exit. No, because the launch that's... date is today. And then it goes into exit. Um, so it's the second to last one. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, it's the second to last one, but I cannot remember for the life of me. Yep, it's the second to last one. I forget. Andrew, do not look that. <laughs> I'm not. Um, um. What's the beginning letter? E. <laughs> We've already said exit <laughs> like five times. Yeah. Mm. And the last one. Entry? <laughs> Entry. No. First letter is E. And the last letter of three words is D. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Man, I'm really, really lenient. Three words. Dude, ugh. Say the middle one. Last hint. Okay, just get rid of it. The last hint is the middle word is as. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> all, these, all these listeners are going to be like, oh, my Lord, these marquee boys did not listen to their Odyssey. <laughs> like, you all call yourself Odyssey fans. Yeah. <laughs> That's pathetic. <laughs> we do, but I forget. What is it? Exactly as planned. <sighs> oh, my goodness. I that. No. That's pretty funny. No, that's not that. I'm going to die tonight. Me too. I'm going to have... <laughs> All right, we got two more. Looking through it. Hey, check out the photo. Nick, stop snooping. Okay, but... What? S- secrets. Yep. Mm. What's the album? Album, um... De- Battle Lines. No, it's, nope. it's counter the... Moves. Counter Moves. Andrew got it. It's yeah. Counter Moves. I just couldn't All right, we got one left. We just got one left, so the, so the score right now... Logan's got four and a half, and you got three, and you got two. (laughs) (laughs) So pretty much Dylan already lost. Yeah. Yeah. So you can get possible two points. So Andrew, this is this is sudden. Sudden death. So I'm already out. Pretty much. Yeah. But you can try. I mean, I could get a two. I'd have to get the album and the title right before these two jerks. And you would have and a half a point. Yeah. But all right, you can try though. Yeah. Alright, you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Alright, here we go. I'm in. Exit. Type in applesauce. Battle lines. Applesauce. Exit. Right. Exit. 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 I raised my hand. I said exit and it's yeah. <laughs> exit. I don't know which one I don't I know which one hands. went up first. Your hand or his or out his mouth. He, he went back he went box of miracles. Uh, um, I said exit. Yeah, he said lines. exit. No. What did I raise my hand? You I said did that point, you jerk. <laughs> you didn't even think of it. Yeah, huh? I knew what it was. As soon as you got the imagination. Have a knockout drag out right now. All right, we're going to have to do a tiebreaker. And I'm not going to be in it. Because <laughs> they're fighting. Brothers are fighting. We're going to have to do a tiebreaker. All right? That let's I'm just, left let's out just of. assume you're both tied right now. All four right? and a half to four and a half. We'll erase that half a point. <laughs> Okay, I'm fine with that. One more as a tiebreaker. Four to four. Ready? Commodore will infiltrate homes with the box and use it to control what people think and do. Say it. Mind control? Andromeda will take over the world by whatever means necessary. They'll stop at nothing. Plan B, part four. No, he already said it. Box of Miracles. Proof? Proof? (laughs) What's the album? You can't stop Um, them with proof. 
Say it, say it, say it. Beyond the law, beyond reason, don't no, you see? Got it too. You can't fight them anymore. Yeah, but I said Pandora's it box is open. <laughs> the end is near. It was the battle lines. All right. It was battle lines and box of miracles. Did he say battle lines? Yeah, and he said box of oh, miracles. Oh, dude, I just got a heart attack when he did that. <laughs> Sorry, Logan. Come from behind victory. Yeah, he said both of them. Six to five. <clears throat> I don't, was, know if the audi- was, I don't know if the audience could hear him because i got to switch him on and off to use my phone. But anyways, he got it. It was seven to six. <laughs> I mean, seven to five and a half. Andrew beat you. How's that I'm, make I'm you feel? I'm taking that half a point. You got six. I had five and a half. So. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get did. real technical. Yeah. Um, did, didn't you say you were going to do that um, bonus half one? We'll be in in here forever. Wait a second. Wait a second. So the winner is of Name That Odyssey, Brother Andrew Marquis. Thank you. No. 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 Otis never wins. At least I'm the favorite child. Hey, I almost won. You almost won. You almost won. You should have shouted it out. I gave you an easy one. I didn't even. I didn't even. That I wasn't was even planned. I just hit a random spot, and he said the box. I was like, oh, that's easy. Oh Jeez. man! I said that like six times, and when you actually get it on, it's like. <laughs> that's why I did that. <laughs> to be honest, I was not expecting to come in here and win that at all. Mama. That's why. I, that's why I picked that one because you said the box of miracles all kinds of times. I'm yeah. still the favorite child, so. <laughs> no, you're not. You literally got two points. Your mom and dad are. <laughs> Depressed, and they want to give you away to an orphanage. I don't know, man. <laughs> That's <Edit>. pretty mean. <laughs> <laughs> Was you really praying hard last week in revival? <laughs> Did that no. sanctification already leave you that fast? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Jesus, help him, Lord. <laughs> oh. oh, well. We're gonna have to have a breakout revival to get him back in shape. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. It's gonna take a lot more than a revival to get that mug in shape. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that fat. Spiritually and physically. Yeah. Everyone yeah. at home, I am very skinny. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just told the audience. Well, never mind. <laughs> Hopefully, the audience won't hear that one. Oh, All man. right. <clears throat> Let's move on. That was fun. That would. Not for me. <laughs> When's the last time you, you listened to Odyssey? <laughs> last week. It last was, week. It you're was not a true six, fan. It was six to five and a half. And I Sorry, I just listen to episodes. True fans listen to Odyssey like, every day. I don't really it's look part at the of titles. our routine. I do, but okay. my mom and pa- my parents don't um give me the tablet every day. Okay, I don't listen to Odyssey every day. I listen but to I it. But I listen to Odyssey a lot. I use at least two times a week. Let me ask you all this. Who's listening to 28 Hours yet? Yeah, ma'am. ma'am. Everybody, have. everybody. before we move on, what is your comments on 28 Hours? Now, spoiler alert, if you've not listened to it yet, you better just pause this podcast right now and move on. What did what you think about it? It was one of the best. One of the best? Yeah. It was a thriller, that's for sure. Yeah, I yeah. can't wait until I come out with another one because I want to know who the um, chairman is. Yeah. yeah, I don't I wonder know how if, they're going to do that. If the chairman really ties into Novacom, we're going back like 20 years. I know, that's what I was going back. I, I forget I, how many episodes or albums I counted up. It was a lot. It was like two dozen or something. There's um, there's at least, I don't know how they didn't get like another chairman or something in there. 
Because that's the It sure sounds the same. Yeah. I yeah. told Andrew a few months ago, I said, they're going to put the chairman in a new Odyssey. He said, no way. It's been like 20 years since Novacom. I said, it's Odyssey. It's been like 20 months well, here, in Odyssey here, let's, terms. Let's do this, and then we'll move on, okay? Ready? So this is what I grew up on right here. What? Hang on. Let me do a system check. Hmm. Well, there's no signal from the imagination Listen to station. the voice. Listen to the voice. It's, it's almost like it vanished. This is impossible. It's Whitaker. It's not impossible. It's Whitaker. Charles failed. Charles Should is we a fly back to the mountain? No, oh. I'm sure the FBI will be swarming the place by the time we get there. It's over. For, for now. now. But not for good. Yeah. I think. And then how many albums later? 24, um, I think. Didn't you lot. say two dozen? And then... Here it comes. All those millions of dollars. All that time planning. How could you let this happen, Derby G? Open up, Dr. Yeah, it does. We know you're in there. Mr. Chairman, sir, I, I don't know what happened. It's me, the guy. I'm sure. We're talking about in a general in rush. Yeah, it sounds a little different to me. Watch it. Listen. Listen to the phrase. I'm going to need those resources we talked about. Oh, let's go back and hear that again. We'll figure this out later. I'll figure it out. You've done enough. But, Mr. Chairman, uh, I, I don't know what happened. It's Whitaker. I'm sure of it. How did he even know? Oh, never mind. It's over for now. I'm going to need those resources. Well, that's pretty close. Yeah, it was. Yeah. If, they, if it's not the same, it's somebody that sounds exactly like the old one. Yeah, a little deeper, though. All right. I mean, it well, has been 20 years since he did yeah. the last one, so. I hope we didn't ruin, ruin somebody's Odyssey adventure. <laughs> <laughs> yep well that was a spoiler anyways i know we've talked about odyssey a lot and it's all right i can be 31 years old and talk about odyssey that's fine i'm not ashamed i grew up on this thing i've been listening to odyssey for 20 20 plus years probably i've been listening for 12 and i'm not even 12 so <laughs> hmm <laughs> it's like awkward silence. I know, right? I know what to say to that. <laughs> All right, moving on. All right, that was fun. I enjoyed that. Yeah, it was. Talking about Aussie, something lighthearted, but still spiritual. <laughs> Somebody told me the other day they incorporated Mr. Whitaker in their sermon. Are you serious? <laughs> yep, yep. I'll tell you who it was after we quit recording. <laughs> uh, he might be listening, so I won't. I won't name drop. Anyways, I'm not, I've, I've not done that yet, but I might. You never know. But then, you know if you did do that, are. all the kids are in the all the kids are in the church going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man! I heard somebody tell a story the other day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyways, all right. So let's switch to a more serious kind of deal, and then we'll get off here. So you all are preachers' kids, and I'm not. Pretty much, I don't know about you, Andrew, but I'd say about all of you have probably been your whole life, or as much as you remember, anyway. Being a preacher's kid, and we already we already talked about how you were past, you were evangelist kids. Sorry, and you was assistant pastor kids right for a while, and then evangelist kids, and now pastor kids. And so you've kind of you you've hit the every end of the spectrum as far as preacher's kids go. And so, what's some of your and uh, I guess be as uh, be as tactful as you can. Be, yeah. as, 
be as good as you can right here, okay? Yeah. But uh, anyways, what's some of your best and worst things as far as evangelizing and traveling versus pastoring and not traveling? I would say evangelizing. You become very tired the longer it goes on. Because there was times, I think, from the middle of summer till Christmas or, or close to that time, we were never home. And not to sound like not being spiritual, but church every night and dressing up and just being on your best behavior, it really did wear down on you. And I loved it. I really did enjoy evangelizing. But after months and months of being on the field, there came a point where you just were ready to go home and you were tired. You got homesick. I got, there was more than one time that I told dad, I just want to go home and get my dog. (laughs) I just want to go home and see my family and stuff. But yeah, see, my kids are all six and under. And so, you know, I've only got one that speaks well and talks all the time. She's sitting right next to me. (laughs) And she was threatened to be quiet. (laughs) Not threatened. Nicely, nicely talked to. To be careful. Be careful. We don't want you to get canceled. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so what? What's some of your other comments? Um, when you would go to a church, and I didn't even bring notes for this. I was going to write some down on this, but when you would go to a church and you would get attached to them, you'd you'd leave a week later and go to another church, and you have to get attached to them, and then you would leave that church. It was like, it was almost like playing your emotions like you'd get attached to one church leave that church go to another church go to another church it just got tired after a while like i would get i would want to stay at one church like i'd get attached to one church i'd be like dad i love this church i want to stay here and then we'd leave we'd have to leave yeah i don't i didn't (laughs) like that that much i had a lot of friends in kentucky and when we had to leave those it was hard i didn't like it yeah i could i could see where that's hard i know I, i mean i feel that same way a little bit as as the preacher now the evangelist but you know i have marco polo and you know texting and calling marco polo and texting probably the most i don't talk to people on the phone as much but you know your kids don't do that you know they're not talking to to friends and my daughter i I can tell that where she she battles that and so i'm just wondering you know as, as podcast listeners getting in you know get in the preacher's kids minds just for a few minutes well there's a church that you would go to and they'd have a lot of kids and you'd have a lot of friends and then you'd go to another church and not hitting on the small churches but they wouldn't have no kids and you wouldn't have nobody to play with or you wouldn't have nobody to play ball so with. So that or, where you three fought more than usual? Well, <laughs> well, yeah. And then another thing is school for me. Like when we were evangelizing, school was just so hard to keep up with. You know, you were fr- frantic, you know, like school was everywhere. Not saying mom's a bad mom because we did school when we were evangelizing, but it's just so much easier to do school when you're pastoring I because got, you're well, not traveling. Well, there was times, you know, you'd go over to the pastor's house and during revival, everybody's staying up late. That's when yeah. they're having fun. So some nights it'd be one, two o'clock, you're going to bed. Well, then you've got to still get up decently early because the pastor wants to feed you by lunchtime and then you're getting back mom would have us up yeah. by 10 a.m and yeah, we'd have to do school for two I'm, hours i was i got behind then, a little bit there's times you wouldn't get back from eight until like three or four yeah, it's hard to squeeze everything in it really and then you had difficult. church at seven or seven thirty sometimes six thirty if you were well no not six thirty on a night but my uh my wife always says one of the crazier things and sometimes one of the you know worst things about traveling with a schedule like this is the time crunch. You're always on a time crunch. You're always running behind. You're always, you know. Yeah. There was times, uh, I think we talked about this during Revival, but 
right when COVID hit, the month of April was when we went home. But um, we had revival scheduled for that month, and we had to be from, I think it was like Lancaster, Pennsylvania, I think it was, to Conway, Arkansas. We closed out revival in PA that Friday night, and we had to be in Conway, Arkansas for Sunday night to kick off revival. And so, we were driving 17 hours in about two days. <laughs> yeah, It wasn't even that for, long. It was... It like was a day and a half. So yeah. we'd have to go from Arkansas to Pennsylvania, back to like what Texas or Arkansas or yeah, whatever. Texas. So we understand the time crunch because there was times we'd pull in church like right. an hour before church. We'd have to set up the camper, do everything, still be in time. I remember one of the first times church. y'all parked next to me at a camp meeting. Y'all was out. I mean, three boys helping setting up the camper. I got I got boys there, just you know, just little tiny babies, barely walking <laughs> at the time, and I'm like. Uh, Lucky? <laughs> no, not lucky for us. He's like, lucky for you want to help you? I was like, no, I got it. We no, had man. it down to a science. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> we, I, I could just unhook that trailer in less than two minutes. No. Maybe you're way undershooting it. It took us 15 minutes. but No, I could unhook the pin and unhook all the yeah. trailers. Yeah, you all had your individual jobs. Yeah, we did. And so the, I guess you would say that the main difference with pastoring is not having to go to church every night. And you do have a bed that's not constantly moving that part's true <laughs> my feet aren't touching the wall at all times <laughs> yeah i think the biggest change for pastoring is when you pastor you don't really want to open everything up to your dad because he's the pastor that's just different yeah i can see where that's a little different it is being different your dad being the pastor because okay, we dad. grew up yeah you, we grew you up you know what i've seen somebody do <laughs> but, it really is a, a different system when it comes to you know when you come into a place, people are looking at you as the evangelist kid and going to be getting in church and singing. But being here constantly, it's yeah. a whole different ball game of getting to know people and you don't being have to make new friends force. every week. Yeah. You got the same ones. Yeah, it really is completely different. So would you agree with there's things. pros and cons in both? Yes, yeah. um, mm-hmm. I'd say probably more pros to pastoring than evangelizing. But is that a uh, unanimous. They definitely both have their good things. Yeah. Well, evangelizing, and, you do get to see a lot of pretty awesome sites and, that yeah. you wouldn't see pastoring because pastoring, yeah. you don't get to travel. Well, really, probably the that best much. time of evangelizing is your first year or two when you're going to new places all the time. And yeah. I loved it. But then after you that, get in a circle. Yeah, it's just like, well, been here before more yeah. than once. So, and yeah. I wanted a, like a youth group really bad. I want. I prayed for a youth group for a long time. Like. We'd go back home. We didn't have a youth group, and it was hard on me. And now that we're pastoring and we have a youth group, it's it's helped me a lot. Yeah, we've th- got a yeah. good youth group here. Really I think the hardest group. thing was yeah. was when we would go back home, I would be the only one consistently in my Sunday school class. I would be the only consistently one in my children's church class. And we loved our home church, but it was just hard. Did you find that a lot of times people didn't have Sunday school at all? Yeah. Well, that was one of the, for me personally, being a younger teenager, because when we came off the field, I was 15, um, Sunday mornings were really, really difficult for me personally, because everybody has their system, everybody has their setup. Right. They're all different. Yeah, when everybody says, go to your classes, you stand up and you're like feeling a little awkward awkward and embarrassing. You're like not knowing what to do or where to go, so it's just a little strange. Yeah. That's one thing I really did like is when people would come up to me and say, hey, you go with them. Um, I remember one time an awkward situation. We were preaching somewhere, and I accidentally went to the teenage class, and I was 11 years old. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're like, man, and, he's a little short. <laughs> yeah. And um, 
yeah that was a little awkward they were just looking at me like what are you doing here uh ma'am but that was yeah that was awkward so from evangelizing from a kid's perspective and then pastoring from a kid's perspective what kind of tips do you have for other evangelist kids or other pastor's kids because you've been on both sides and then also what advice would you give for and you can take turns what advice would you give for others that are wondering well i've ne- i've never evangelized i don't have i don't i don't know particularly i don't know what evangelist kids would prefer what are some things that really just you love to see or didn't like seeing well the number one tip for an evangelist kid if you're old enough to really know what you're doing like your dad's doing don't be shy go and talk to people because my number one problem is that i'd never go and try to make friends i was always awkward and my mom would be like hey go make friends because i'd always want to be with who i was comfortable with i'd always want to sit with my mom and dad i always want to eat with them and it was hard that was that was very bad for a tip for an evangelist kid go don't be shy (laughs) go make friends it'll be a lot easier it might be awkward the first five minutes but you'll get over it yeah i would say dylan's right on that for me when we started out evangelizing i was a lot more backwards than i am now i was very backwards but um (laughs) (laughs) logan was not he went up to a kid that had um hearing aids in and said hey can i try those out true story (laughs) i would say just also the same kid that was eating grass during volleyball the other night. Yeah. Hey, that was good. <laughs> yeah. I just got some stuff. Probably next it. time when we play volleyball in the dark, we should buy a glow-in-the-dark volleyball. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> oh, that was bad. Yeah. I would say just the number one tip for a pastor's kid or a church, regular church-going kid, um, just I wouldn't say act like you've known him your whole life, but just make them feel welcome. Don't. Don't be stuck up. You can tell when somebody's going out of their way to be nice Uh and to, like, make you feel welcome. And you appreciate that. But just act like it's normal. Just They just want to fit in. I know when I came to churches, I just wanted to fit in and just be a part. I didn't want special attention. I didn't want nothing like that. I just wanted to fit in. And really, I didn't want people being like, hey, there you are. I didn't want the limelight on me because it made it feel... Like what about no when they get the you. evangelist family? Oh, come up front. Yeah. You, you oh. pass all the older brothers and sisters. <laughs> and then, that was always the hardest when you, you come pass in. all the elders like, of the church and they you're like, look at you. You're like 16 years old, preacher's kid, or you're the evangelist, you know, 30 some years old, and you're just like, sorry. Yeah. And that oh, was man. difficult too, coming in and then like sitting somewhere, you're not knowing people's seats, and like the people would come in and then you like, you knew that you stole their spot because they would just look at you and then they'd like go sit somewhere else. But it was yeah. just, it was hard coming in for the yeah. first time. Well, I tell you what, anybody that anybody that's listening that goes to church for any amount of time, you take somebody's seat and it will throw them off for the rest <laughs> yeah. of the service. <laughs> It'll yeah. mess with you. They don't even know how to worship in a different scene. <laughs> and a tip for even if you're not a pastor's or evangelist kid, if you're just like, if you're just, a go, if you go to a church and you're 13 and there's a 13-year-old evangelist kid that comes in, even if you're not the pastor's kid, go up to them and make them feel welcome. Don't You don't be shy either. I mean, the evangelist kid doesn't need to be shy, but yeah. you don't need to be shy either. I know a lot of times I've heard, like, you know, that kid's stuck up or that kid, he's rude, but a lot of times... Um, they're just backwards or they're in a shell of some sort and they just want to be talked to they want friends just as bad as you do that for yeah that was for me like i didn't want to go up to anybody i wanted everybody to come up to me 
I didn't want to go up to anybody and say, hey, my name is Dylan. I wanted them to come up to me and introduce themselves. So the number one tip is be friendly. Yes, don't yeah, be shy. Whoever you are, be friendly. I've never been an evangelist kid or, or pastor's kid, so <laughs> yeah, I think that's good insight to, to give to other kids. If I was a pastor's kid, I would just like... You are a pastor's I, kid. <laughs> you are a pastor's kid. <laughs> yeah, that's true. If, if um, somebody was there, I would just like go up to them, like Dylan said, and just be friendly. And like try to get them to stay overnight and stuff if they can, and just make them feel welcome. Different ball game though, evangelizing the pastor, and you'll you'll never do anything that's like I don't know how to explain it, but it's almost a completely different world. In a lot of ways, you go from evangelizing, and you're always traveling, always doing something. It's you have to make it a new normal. Yeah, and then you come here, and it's like, whoa, I'm not slamming the brakes. Yeah, it's like. I got a house. I've got a bedroom. <laughs> my my house doesn't trembling. move. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's a it little. It don't have wheels on it. You're like, and then you're just going to the same church like every service. You're like, man, this feels weird because it's yeah. You're going everywhere all the time, and so you that, get wore that, out. But that time of transition right there, are you are you kind of like, man, I need to go back to evangelizing, or are you just like, you know what? I mean, how how do you handle that? Honestly, no part in me wants to go back evangelizing. But if we did, I would I would enjoy it. I mean, I like pastoring more than I do evangelizing, to be honest. But if we ever went evangelizing again, I'd like it. I mean, I would enjoy it. I would say because this is in the south here, this was the area we traveled the most. So I get to see some of my friends that I made on the field. Yeah. But I think in 2019, we went to like eight or ten camp meetings. We went to a ton. And then like going to a ton of youth camps and that kind of stuff we didn't get to do as much this year and that i kind of missed that part getting to travel a little bit more and seeing people across the country and friends that i had made but pastoring you know you get a lot of like my youth group i wouldn't trade my youth group for anything i love them i love having that part because you have constant friends you get to see but the traveling part i do miss a little bit going to more camp meetings and and meetings so when you're visiting other churches how I know we should always want to worship and always get in, and but does it feel like it? I mean, as far as you're all concerned, is it harder? I mean, is it harder to get in? You know, a new place you've never been. Do you feel more reserved? Or? Yes, that for me. I don't know about Andrew, but it was, it was after about about two or three days, it would be easier for me. But Monday night or Sunday night, whenever we started, I was just. I was up. Like, man, he was cold Sunday, Friday night. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was. I looked like I was a frozen piece of ice. But for me, it depended on how many times we had been there, or if we knew anybody there. If yeah. it was a new church and you were unaware with anybody there, not unaware. If you were unfamiliar with anyone there, or you really didn't know them, it was a little bit more. You know, you tried to back dad. I always tried to back dad, but just getting in and like pushing the service and it might not be right, but it was a yeah. little bit harder to get in and just be the first one up front or just do that. Cause like I said, me personally, I didn't like the spotlight like that. I just, I like so that. Brother, brother Ryan's not in here. So I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering, are you, are you back there mouthing the sermon with him as he goes? <laughs> <laughs> well, some of them I can mouth. Well, and that's another thing. Like I'm not picking on dad because I knew dad preach what God wanted him to preach. Yeah, but I listening know, to the same saying. sermon every week. It we, just man, we picked on him a lot. You could you could you could about quote it. <laughs> yeah. I've got uh, my daughter right here is six and I don't know, she she can probably quote quote some of some of me here and there, but 
she's not as old as you all, so I just thought that was funny. Well, there was times that we would go, and you could almost, like, feel what Dad was going to preach, like, in certain yeah. churches we would go to. Like, you could just tell. And during revival, it seemed like Dad always had new messages and stuff like that. But if we were visiting a church just at one time or, yeah. like, something like that, there was specific messages normally Dad would have for churches like that. Well, I know how God deals with me, and a lot of times – you know, you'll get a message, and there's been some I've took to a church, and I've never preached ever again. Yeah. There's some I've preached with no notes, just got it right for church or, you know, in prayer or whatever. And then there's some that God gives you, and he's like, take it everywhere kind yeah. of deal. And so you're like, new place, Sunday morning, never been here. You just got – there's just those that, you know, when you get in prayer, you've never been there before. There's just some of those you just know – you know, God has anointed it, and you're just feeling after the Lord, and you just know there's a good chance. Yeah, Dad yeah. never just picked a sermon out of his notebook. It was just like sometimes he just had to – it was just what the Lord gave him. He had yeah. to preach that. I mean. uh -huh. Yeah. And another thing, um, if I'm a pastor's son, but if, if you are and you have an evangelist kid there, I would always – like the first night I would always go and – if kids were there, I wouldn't go sit with them. I'll just sit with my mom and dad. But after church, I would talk to them. But if um, you know if they're there, go invite them to sit with you. Don't just let them sit with their mom and dad. Yeah, that's, that's a good advice. Thing. Yeah. But there was a couple times, really, dad's main thing that I feel like we are called to evangelize, and dad's talked about it on here before, but what we went through everything we went through and then we went to evangelize and really that was our ministry was encouragement you know you can make it yeah. and just dad's testimony was a major thing we would go and a lot of i seen a lot of people get help from dad's testimony yeah. and stuff like that so going to new churches like that you knew it might not be the same message but dad always would try to tell his testimony if the lord laid it on his heart and you could just know when dad was going to do that because you, you know the lord it. lays it on your heart which his testimony is amazing we already said it's on this podcast but Lord lays something on your heart and you go to preach at one church, more than likely, you know, God's going to use that again to help another church. Because it don't matter where you go, what church you go to, it don't even matter how many people they've got, whether they've got two or 200, there's always somebody going through something. Right. And we always need encouraged. As long as there's a devil out there, we always need encouraged. Well, I've enjoyed y'all coming on the podcast today. Hey, we were glad to be here. Really were. It's been fun. It's been real fun. Thanks for listening for your pod and tater podsters. <laughs> pod and tater. Thanks for listening, pods. <laughs> Does he use that one, pod and tater? No, thanks for listening, peace. <laughs> peace out. Hey, peace out. Peace out. All right, ready? Thank you for listening for Two Peas on a Pod. We were your pod and taters today, and we thank you for listening. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out. See you later. In this race of life I've run, the Lord says to me, my child, well done. <laughs>